Welcome to the Business Awards Show, where we share valuable information and secret nuggets to get your award entry notice by the judges for all the right reasons. Our weekly episodes also feature inspirational interviews with winners, judges and sponsors. So let's dive in and start your journey to award-winning success. It's Debbie Gilbert here, host of the Business Awards Show and owner of the Best Business Women Awards. And today I'm delighted to be joined by Mindy Gibbons Klein, one of our sponsors for 2022, who is also a thought leader coach, founder of the Book Midwife, and an international speaker. Welcome, Mindy. Thanks a lot, Debbie. Delighted to be here. So I think we will start off with talking a bit about your background, because you've been in business now for 20 years. So I'd be interested to know what that journey has been like over the last 20 years and what you're doing at the moment. So it's quite a big question. (laughs) Yes. And, uh, you know, I, I can sum it up very easily by saying my background is half marketing, half coaching. And that's still relevant. Everything I do comes with those two halves coming together. And what I mean by that is if someone is a business owner, they, they wanna market, well, they have to market their business, they have to sell and they have to sell themselves. And it's my belief that they also should develop themselves as a person. So that, you know, I have a varied background. Um, when I started the business, I had written my first book and and that's how I morphed the coaching business into one that focused on books. And obviously then, you know, taking the book all the way through to launch and marketing. And um, then when I started with the thought leadership work, that's when people really started to understand that, you know, it's not about a book or a website or a keynote speech. Those are deliverables. Those are things that you produce and use for marketing. But it's about having a strategy. And and I know you think the same way. So my work these days is around helping entrepreneurs, business owners, and business leaders to create a thought leadership strategy that feels right for them, that positions them not only as a thought leader, but as a thoughtful leader. And there's a lot that that entails, but it, it gives a sense of fulfillment. It helps them create a real legacy and it, it shares real value with the world. Amazing. So we're on the Business Awards show. So we talk about awards, obviously, on this program. So let me ask you, um, what's your experience of awards been over the last few years? And what do you think is the value behind um, business awards? Mm, very valuable. I'll answer that question first. <laughs> Extremely valuable. I have been... I've been entering awards as an entrepreneur. I've had myself entered, nominated, um, been a finalist 17 times in 20 years. I've won a few of the top uh, awards and what the ones that we've entered. And I have also been a judge, a sponsor, a supporter, a promoter of awards, attended many ceremonies. Um, It is a wonderful celebration of one's achievements and expertise. So I'm a real fan sometimes you know, I've felt too tired or too busy and haven't entered all the awards that we should have done. 
but there's always another one there's always another year so what's the biggest gain that you've had from it so if anybody has ever had an email from me it's getting a bit ridiculous because the email content is usually shorter now than the list of awards <laughs> that we've been finalists for and, and won um I'm gonna have to you know call that at some point it just keeps getting longer and longer um so that's fun it's fun to see that and I do believe we've had business from that I, I don't have all the logos on all my websites, but that email signature <laughs> is where you can find them all. Um, all joking aside, it, it just reminds people when, when you show up, when you post, I mean, hopefully every time we win awards, myself and the team are sharing about those wins on social media. And so you, you can leverage it a lot. You can, you can get a lot more out of it than just the trophy, the certificate, or, or the little mention in your email. Do you think the awards have contributed to your positioning as a thoughtful leader? Definitely. I think it depends which awards we've entered. And, and the funny thing is, sometimes I hear from these organizations that you know I or one of my companies is a finalist and we haven't entered and it's all been contrived. And um, in some cases we've accepted them, in some cases we've you know, paid a hundred pounds for the certificate, the trophy or whatever, because it's an extra award. But the ones that really matter, the ones where we've gone for it, we've had the interviews, I've had people here in the office you know, talking about the business. Um, that, that's really exciting because we've made a strategy and done the application, gone through the process, bitten the nails at the dinner and, you know, ended up um, winning or being a finalist and, and, you know, it's very valuable. So if someone's listening to this who's recently won an award, how would you suggest that they go about leveraging that to become a thought leader in their industry? Well, firstly, social media is key. I see so many people not shouting about all the great things that they've done and all the wins they've had, not just awards. So, you know, they need to be doing that or they need to get someone to help. There are agencies, I know you have people. They, they really, let's make the most of all of our wins, um, including awards. And um, a lot of people, for a lot of people, it gives them confidence that somebody else has deemed them, you know, valuable and worthy. And, you know, they, they, they have that self-confidence that they might not have had. That gives some people the confidence to write and speak about their area of expertise. And again, they can get help with that, you know, strategy to make sure they have a really, really good keynote, really good content for all of their blogs and articles and books and, you know, presentations. And, you know, we do that here at The Thoughtful Leader. That's that's what we want is for somebody to be very clear and articulate and very confident and help their market become confident. So to, to not just win the award for themselves, oh yeah, we won an award, but to constantly be getting their message out. And so that, you know, that expression, I keep seeing you everywhere. I love hearing that. And uh, when our clients get that, you know, it just gives them even more confidence and then they'll enter the next award and the bigger award. So what are the key components to a thoughtful leader, would you say? Well, we start with the foundation of thought leadership of, you know, so I'm not going to go in the order of the attributes, but the authority is key to know what you're an authority in. Some people call it niche expertise. There's a lot of you know, names for it, but really having that clarity 
and being articulate about it, like I said. And then having a strategy to reach the right people. And, and there's a whole variety of customers, contacts, prospects that you can be talking to. But the thought leader is known by the right people, even if they're not yet clients. And then it's how you engage with them. And then the leverage part really comes from having some form of deliverable, some tangible. If you don't have a podcast, if you don't have a book, you need to work really, really hard with LinkedIn posts and, and other things. So I would say, you know, to plan a strategy, yes, it requires work, but the thought leader is known because they've put content out there. It doesn't just happen. The thoughtful leader is the next level. We call it thought leadership 2.0. And without getting into too much detail, you can imagine it means going above and beyond. So if this is the basic level, going up to this level means putting real thought, extra thought into all your content, into exactly how you approach the market and learning strategies to make quick decisions. So I can kind of check in with my gut and think, yeah, everyone's saying I should be doing X, Y, Z. I shouldn't say this, but TikTok, for example, and every time I'm tempted and I, you know, it's, oh, it's a bright, shiny object. I'm not doing it. That's today. If someone's watching this 10 years from now and I have a really successful TikTok channel, I apologize. But you just have to ask yourself, what is the right strategy for you? And again, we help people with that because you can't always see clearly about your own business, you know? You've written a book actually called The Thoughtful Leader, haven't you? I have, I have. That's, um, I'm trying to think which side it's on. This side, this side. So that would give people a real insight into this process and the things they need to consider. Yeah, because entrepreneurs and leaders in business, people trying to get somewhere with their career and their business, you know, we're always going to come up against challenges, difficulties, annoying stakeholders, be they suppliers, clients, prospects, colleagues, competitors, there's always going to be stuff. And, and it's how you deal with all of that and still carve out the time and space to be thoughtful, to come up with your best ideas, as I said, to figure out how and where to share them. Um, because most people, they, they carry on going round and round in, in, you know, in the washing machine, you know, and they don't necessarily get to do the deep thinking, the, the quality thinking. It does require more effort now than ever before with all the noise and all the distractions. So it, it is a set of disciplines and it really depends on whether that's important to someone or not, because it does take more effort and it, it, you know, a whole new set of habits need to be created. I've just spotted our mint case. So the, the thoughtful leader is all about making that decision, choosing to go above and beyond. And then you're operating in that space where it's not so crowded as well. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. And how does the information in that book differ from what you've written in 24 Karat Bold? Well, thank you for asking, because 24 Karat Bold outlined the four attributes of real thought leaders. It's still very relevant. It still has some good examples, but it was written before social media really became a thing. Um, I think somebody told me the other day, I say somewhere in the book, social media is a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> I have to read through the whole book again to see if that, you know, look, it, 
it was it did its job yeah. in the back in the day you know people still have books and and blogs that write about blackberries and things like that um and and telex and fax of machines so what i'm saying in the thoughtful leader is you do need that foundation so it is worth spending the time and energy and working on your thought leadership it's not an accident thought leadership is not just you know some random thing real thought leadership in this day and age where everybody's online everybody's talking everybody's doing videos everybody's doing books it seems to stand out requires an even more strategic approach and and that can be challenging and that can seem insurmountable to the average entrepreneur who's busy spinning plates all day long yeah and then the thoughtful leader acknowledges that that person who's an expert i'll, I'll share one of the um, models in the thoughtful leader and you'll see what i mean or listeners will see what i mean so when you've created competence real competence then you you will attract competitors so competence can create competition mm -hmm. and if you allow it to that competition can start to create angst inside of you and create what we call competition and now you're focused on the competitor instead of your competence and you're focused on how can i be different and in order to be different you have to keep looking at what they're doing and every time you look at what they're doing it makes you upset and angry and oh but you know i i i have that we've done that we and it's the wrong focus mm. and it's the wrong energy and it doesn't get you anywhere you're still in the washing machine going round and round um with with a bad feeling how do you get out of that nirvana <laughs> you, you need some kind of um mental attitude mindset i think coaching of this nature is probably the most important thing that an entrepreneur could get i would say that but i, I think getting out of that typical um obsession with competitors obsession with being unique don't seek unique because the more you try to seek it the more you have to you know compare yourself to others you're not going to feel great so it's a totally different approach and it requires a certain maturity and that's the best way i can describe it read the book listen to the book um it it, it gives a few hints doesn't have all the answers of course no book does but it really is worthwhile if somebody wants to break away and and just hates that competitive environment you can break away that's my message and you have a podcast as well called the thoughtful leader i do so that what we've done this year is to bring everything together with the same branding and i'm very proud of it because um we've got six different seven different formats of the book in audio ebook and paperback format we've got the podcast and we've even been able to sneak it into our conference called the above and beyond thoughtful leadership conference um there's there's scope to do so much more but first i think people need to ask themselves do they want to be more thoughtful in both senses of the word so exactly. do they really want to put more thought into their content do they want to have more thoughtful content out there so that people you know really start nodding their heads and you know it looks like something special and exciting and original and actually there's a thoughtful as in caring component to it which, which is kind of the top layer and again that's a choice mm -hmm. some people might feel they're too busy to work on their caring but the two things together 
really makes somebody shine. It's, it's that je ne sais quoi, when you bump into someone or you're following someone and you just think, wow, that wow factor usually is a result of thoughtfulness in both senses of the word. Fantastic. So, been in business 20 years. Uh, we love our guests to share a couple of little nuggets that have got them through their business. So it might be some challenges you've come up against, or it just might be a couple of pieces of advice that you could give to somebody who's listening. Certainly. So, um, so the fun thing was when I actually came up with the thoughtful leader, because I had a successful, several successful businesses at that point. And the book businesses, you know, when I first started in the book coaching industry, people didn't know what the heck that was. They would ask why they should even write a book, much less why would they need help? And it was, a, I was there right at the forefront, probably one of the very first book coaches in the UK at that time. Now it's become you know, something that most people have heard in business. You must write a book which is not true, by the way, but, you know, got to write a book, got to write a book, got to write a book, 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 book. And it's become a bit commoditized. And my feeling is that if, if you feel that your industry or your part of the industry is becoming crowded, you don't have to stay, you know, fighting with the pack of dogs. You, you can break away, as I was saying before. So I found myself getting involved in that competition energy and I didn't like it. And I took myself away on a retreat, just me and myself and I, <laughs> all three of us, and came up with some strategies which involved writing about it to, to get it out. But most importantly, sharing it, I started speaking to other entrepreneurs and a lot of other people felt this kind of fighting energy with, with competitors. And it, you know, it just gave me the springboard to go with that. Um, more recently, I have been um, balancing this new podcast, thanks for mentioning it, with all the other businesses. And I thought, oh, it's just a podcast. It's going to require interviewing a few people. But as you well know, and many of our listeners, it, you know, if, if you don't do anything, well, that's what's going to happen, nothing. And when you spend money with a team to get the thing produced, you really want to leverage it, to use that word again. You want to get it out there. You want to make sure that the maximum number of people can learn from the wisdom and insights. And I think the mistake I made was I, I thought, oh, it's just, a, it's just a podcast, like it's a marketing tool. And I would never talk about a book that way. You will never hear me say a book is a marketing tool because it's much, much more. So I had to begin to look at the podcast and you know the episodes, but especially the whole brand in that way and give it the attention and value that it deserved. Um, and, and, you know, thank goodness I realized it now and not five years down the road. Wow, that's some really good advice there. And I think the overriding message is stay in your own lane, focus on what you're doing, look ahead, stop looking around and seeing what other people are doing because, you know, I, I, I absolutely agree with you wholeheartedly. There will always be somebody doing something similar to you, but they're not you you're the unique person in your business and um, people will gravitate towards you for many many reasons and um, if you can win an award be a thought leader have a podcast or maybe a book you know that is going to position you far higher in your industry as an expert 
and that's what awards I think really do they really add to your credibility if they've been externally judged you've had your business uh, looked at by a judging panel and it gives you that extra valid validity um, that I think is so critical to be honest is such a critical component in business success um, so we'll wrap up just talking about sponsoring the best business women awards um, what attracted you to sponsor awards what was the thought process behind that well I like to support entrepreneurs and especially entrepreneurs from underrepresented groups who are doing important and interesting things that runs through everything I do runs through all my businesses it it makes my heart sing so it was a given that I was going to get involved in some way I don't really feel that entering that award that particular award was right for us so I thought how else can I get involved and the giving back that you and I both speak about a lot that is something that can be done very easily if you if you're a sponsor of someone else's event or awards mm. so I've also been uh, a sponsor a speaker and exhibitor at your events and so to, to kind of find different ways of getting engaged where mm. you haven't always got to do the same thing yeah, yeah. Um, it's very rewarding uh, for us and we just love celebrating all the winners uh, silver and gold and um you know really learning about other people's businesses a very exciting evening but everything that builds up to it as well all the social media we love being part of it thank you and finally what's on the agenda for you for 2022 well two years ago funny enough <laughs> our live events stopped um i'm really hoping they come back towards the end of the year but i'm um, i'm doing this in a thoughtful way as you might expect i don't want to plan an event and have people feel uncomfortable and not willing to come because that's pointless when i say event we do a thoughtful leadership retreat somewhere nice somewhere hot and it, there, there's a fantastic agenda as well as beautiful weather company food so i'm just toying with the idea now i'm not one of these people that gets a rigid you know idea in my mind and digs my heels in and say I, this has to happen you can't do that anymore nobody can not with all the uncertainty so what's coming up this year a potential thoughtful leadership retreat and if it's not this year it'll be the following spring we'll continue with our virtual stuff but uh, it, it's the live events that i'm looking forward to with all my digits crossed Yes, I'm quite excited about more live events this year. So if you've been listening today and you're interested in finding out more about how to become a thoughtful leader, you can grab a copy of Mindy's book or contact her and we'll make sure the contact details are available to you. Thank you for listening today. And we look forward to seeing your progress, Mindy, and hearing more about your, um, your retreat, which sounds very exciting. So thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Business Awards show. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others and post about it on social media or leave a rating or review. To catch all of the latest information and show notes, please go over to our website, businessawardshow.co.uk. Thank you.